You are now listening to Like a Local Podcast, the podcast that allows you to trip without falling into tourist traps. Think of your next destination, then having a local share of the best places to stay, eat, drink, and what to do. Time is money, and these ladies are saving you time and preventing you from looking like a tourist. Here are your hosts, Katie Hilton and Stephanie Gerard. Hello, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Feeling the same, you know, can't feeling complain. The same, living the dream. Um, hey, did you hear about the big news in the travel industry? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. No, but I would love for you to tell me. Yeah, no, this came up on all of my newsletters this morning and I was like, oh, great. We have a topic to talk about on this week's intro. So the the king of coolers, Yeti, you know that brand? Sure They're, do. Sure, you're drinking out of it right now. So they are moving into the luggage sphere and tapping into duffel bags and suitcases. Interesting. What are your What are your thoughts around that? Um, my thoughts are it's probably going to be a great line of luggage. Mm-hmm. Um, probably similar to Away. I think it's probably going to be very expensive when it comes out. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see what it looks like. Yeah, they look kind of like you would expect. I was thinking, oh, wow, they're probably going to be expensive as well. Oh, so everything I just said, all of my wonders, you yeah. already know the answers to, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. They're already, it's already out on the website. So they came out with a backpack that's 250, which, okay. Like I'm probably not going to buy a backpack for that much. The duffel is $200. How big is it? Like a weekend getaway bag? Hold on. Let me find... I'm not I looking. guess I can just Google it too. No, good. wait a second. Cause I'm not, I thought I was looking at, okay. I must've been the article that I originally looked at was, was wrong. So I thought that the, the luggage was 200 and I was like, Oh, that's cheaper than away. Like genius. They already <laughs> have a cult following. Like everybody's going to buy a suitcase. Um, we're looking at 500 and 350. Yeah. And I was expecting the, um, that looks like some of these look like roller bags maybe, but they look like back backpacks. So it kind of takes me back to like middle school when everybody had those. Were you that kid? No, I didn't. I didn't have one. No, I wanted one really bad. My mom wouldn't buy one for me. Interesting. I'm glad she didn't. Yeah. Were you a Healy kid? The kids with the Healy's and the wheelie backpack, they were cruising. I did not have any wheelies. I don't think I even Healy's. cared about what did I say? Wheelies. Wheelies. I don't think I even wanted those. So no. Did you? I didn't have any. No, no. Um, but yeah, that's a little pricey. So for now, I think I'll stick. I don't have an, I don't even have this. I have a travel podcast. I don't even own a suitcase. You don't, you just carry all of your stuff in like your overnight, like a weekend bag that you can like carry. Yep. Don't, I don't have a suitcase yet. But I think if I were to buy one, it's going to be a way over Yeti. I would say for sure, because I don't remember if I already said this, um, but I was expecting them to have a shell, like an away bag. Yeah. That also, okay. The good thing about the shells also is like stains, like fabric stains. Mm-hmm. I'm away all the way. And we don't even have them. We just, and we, we don't just even know. <laughs> and we, we don't even have know. them. Once we start now traveling we again. I've heard that away are great. And I love that you can like, charge your phone on them. I don't know how that works. You have to charge your suitcase before you go traveling. Oh, I didn't even know that. I'm pretty sure I didn't make that up. 
I I kind of hope you are making that up. We're spreading rumors. But yeah. Speaking of being hot and cold, today Mm -hmm. we're going to Salt Lake City. Yes, Salt Lake City. Tell us, tell us more about it, Katie. Okay. Today we're off to Salt Lake City, the most populous city in Utah and has the strongest tourism industry for skiing and outdoor adventures. Even if you're not into the outdoor recreation scene, don't count this gorgeous city off your list because if you like to eat, shop, and enjoy Mother Nature from the inside with a glass of wine or beer, this is the place for you. Just like, you know, find a hot tub, look over a mountain. But we have Nisha DeGaring. She's a longtime resident and local expert. Nisha is an Emmy award-winning TV host of Good Things Utah. She's interviewed everyone from Garth Brooks, which we'll hear about later, to Bachelorette contestants and Dancing with the Stars, to covering the Olympics. She loves her state so much. She has convinced us that we need to come visit ASAP. She has two daughters and a happy dog, Miles. Nisha is a gorgeous gem of a human. She's inspiring, warm, funny, and she doesn't know that when we come visit, we may never leave. We can only hope to aspire to be as grand as interviewing as she is. But wait, before we get into today's episode, we have to tell y'all about 8020 Market. We are obsessed with this new online market where you can get all of your favorite small business brands in one place. Think Thrive Market, but smaller and supportive of local brands. Hello, we love supporting local. 8020 Market is here to change the game for you, just like it has for us. 8020 Market is operated by three boss ass babes Naomi Olindo, former Southern Charm cast member and owner of Shop LeBay, Helen Hall, founder of Blender Bombs, and Kelly Holland co-founder of Hustle Smoothie Bar in Charleston, South Carolina. This powerhouse came together to create an online marketplace to serve as a one-stop shop for getting all of your needs in a single online purchase. 8020 Market sells blender bombs, woo freshies, books, candles, and the best cookies and brownies you've ever tasted in your life. There's so much more um, we wouldn't be able to list it all. They're coming out with so many more new products that we can't wait to try. I think tea, coffee, honey, brownie batter, pancake mix. We'll just stop there. They also have the best sage by Sage the People, so you can sage all that bad juju out of your life. But anyways, the concept behind 80-20 is to live your best life without any restrictions. So 80% of the time, move your body, eat, sleep, take care of yourself in ways that make you feel your best. And then 20% of the time, eat a slice of cake, go out with all your girlfriends and just live life to the fullest. Hashtag no regrets. That being said, 80-20 cookies and brownies are made with only clean ingredients, allowing you to choose wisely in your 20%. Check them out online at 80 x 20 market.com and use code local 20 L O C A L 20 to save 20% on your next purchase. And guys, don't forget to try the cookies and brownies. I'm serious. We're serious. They give chips, ahoy, famous, Amos, little Debbie, a run for their money. We love this brand so much and hope you will too. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right, everyone. We are here in Salt Lake city, Utah with Nisha DeGaring. Nisha, welcome to Like a Local Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on today. Before we get into the local lowdown, we would love for you to introduce yourself and give the lowdown on who you are. Okay. My name is Nisha DeGaring. I am a TV host, reporter, anchor at the ABC station here in Salt Lake City. I grew up in Utah. It's so funny when you grow up in Utah, or I don't know if if you do this in other states too, but you always say, I'm going to get out of here. Like, I'm going to leave. In TV, you're like, I'm going to travel the world. Well, I got a job in Salt Lake right out of college. 
and I've been here ever since. And the older I get, the more I, I love Utah more and more I've raised my kids here. I'm definitely, when you say live like a local, I'm, I'm local. I've covered news here for 25 years, right? And I, and I grew up here. I grew up where I work. And you went to college in Utah too? I went to college in Utah. Yes, I did. I went to BYU. I have two teenage daughters. I have one that just went to college and I um, cried about that for most of September and over <laughs> like, I'm doing better now, doing, doing a lot better. <laughs> where does she, um, where is she going? She's so uh, in Southern Utah, there's a college called Dixie State. Uh, mm-hmm. It's in, it's in St. George. And so she's in 70 degree weather right now. And uh, it's 29 degrees as I look outside here in Salt Lake today. So she's in a nice warm spot, mm-hmm. but so um, we're jealous. We're jealous. Yes, we're jealous. We but, uh, she definitely is one that gets me out and about to a lot of places that we're going to talk about because um, she loves to try new restaurants and is always, you know, having, having me go try them. But also I, on Good Things Utah, the show that I do on our ABC station, it's all about the community and we have chefs on the show every day. So I feel like I know a, like a little about a lot when it comes to the hot places in Salt Lake in Utah. Yes. We literally have the perfect guest for this. And it's really great when you know these chefs personally, so you, it, it like makes you love their brand and like their restaurant group even more. Especially right now where like every other state, Utah restaurants are struggling and mm-hmm. struggling to get people there, struggling to keep their doors open and socially distance people and make enough money with tables spread out. And We've done a lot of um, segments called one in particular called save the faves, like save your favorite restaurant. You got to go there. You got to go to these places or they're not going to be around in the next six months. So I'm so glad we're doing this. Yeah, we're, we're going to save the faves. All right, let's get into the local lowdown. Yes. All right. So never have visited Utah. Tell me why I should consider coming out there. Because it's gorgeous. Because it's, I'm not, I mean, is that what everyone says when you talk to them? The skiing here is absolutely stunning. When you fly into Salt Lake, you're not, the mountains aren't over there. They're right there. Downtown Salt Lake City is set in the mountains. Like you feel like, like I, I posted something on social media yesterday. It was the sunrise. And I thought I live here. How do I like live in one of the most beautiful places whether they're snow capped or they're green, there's every, the recreation here is absolutely incredible. Whether you ski or hike, whether it's summer or winter, there is something to do to get outside. And the food, the foodie scene is getting hotter and hotter. And uh, <laughs> the food here is incredible. Um, and the people like, okay, I'm a local, so I, I'm going to brag. We're nice. Mm-hmm. We're nice. We are. We love that you want to visit our state and we love when you come. Utahns are nice. So and families, if you have children, oh my gosh, like the list of things to do for kids is as long as my arm. Tell me about the weather. When does it, when do you get a spring and summer and do you get a fall? Actually the best part of Utah's fall, like fall is, and it lasts for like eight minutes. So you got to <laughs> hit it while you can, but September, October in Utah are stunning. The leaves are stunning. The mountains are hot orange and reds and pinks. And it's so beautiful. Winter, of course, is fantastic if you're a skier, but winter can last. I mean, right now we don't have a lot of snow. Like it is not snowed a lot this year. So it's January where usually I'd look outside and there'd be a couple feet of snow and I, I don't have anything, but they're making snow at the ski resorts right now. And we're praying for snow, but usually winter goes until March 
and then it starts getting a little bit warmer. April, May, June, like a little warmer. And then June, July, and August summer nights are beautiful. And it can get in the, it can get in the hundreds or it can get in the, you know, the mid nineties, but um, we don't have humidity y'all. Oh, that must be so nice. <laughs> we have a dry heat. So you're not like taking a shower when you walk out the door. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's nice, but spring, summer, fall, incredible winter. I mean, we're going to, we're going to make you cold. It's going to be cold. <laughs> it is. It's going to be cold here, but, but, um, I don't know if you ski, right. That's what you want. Yeah. Perfect for a skiing trip. Fun fact. I've never been skiing. Do you ski? I, yes. You yeah. Know. I grew up. Yeah. I grew up on skis. You need to ski. You need to come here and ski. I, like the only thing I know, I know I'm from New Hampshire. I've never skied. The only thing what? I like, no, I know is like the pizza pizza because you it's, it's like snow plow. Like you put your feet together and that slows you oh, down. You got uh, like pizza <laughs> and French fries. Yeah. So when you're out of control, your kids are out of control. You're like pizza, pizza, pizza. That's <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, even more of a reason for me to come visit Salt Lake city. Fun fact Absolutely. about skiing. Okay. Sorry. My, my cat is in my lap. Fun fact about skiing. I've been skiing a half of time, a half of <laughs> time. Three or four years ago, we planned a trip, my husband, and then two other couples. We went to Colorado and I was like, Ryan, I've never been skiing before. This isn't a good idea. And he said, oh my goodness, it's going to be so much easier for you to learn out in Colorado because the mountains are so much bigger. We get to the top of a green or like, you know, the smallest mountain and I right. get off the lift and I said, absolutely not. (laughs) It took me like an hour to get down the mountain and then I was terrified to do it again. So I've been again since then and it's gotten better, but it was a terrifying first experience. You just spend a lot of time on your bum. You're like, I'm just going to sit here and slide. It's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I, I feel like not everyone skis here. I mean, there's so much to do in Utah, even if you don't ski, but growing up here, I mean, usually your parents throw you out there on skis at some point. Yeah. yeah. It's such a great skill to have. It is. And it's hard to learn as an adult. So it's better if you're little because you're closer to the ground. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so where are we staying? So I know that the answers might differ a little bit depending on what we want to do, but are there particular like a neighborhood? Should we stay downtown? Is there a hotel that you prefer? Airbnbs? So I love, when I travel, I love Airbnbs. And so that question, I'm like, in my own state, would I Airbnb? Like, I love to do that when I'm out of state, for sure. That's what I look for first. Um, but I stayed, it was so fun. My friend did a, uh, a birthday party and we, we got an Airbnb downtown. Downtown has, it's, what's so nice is there's a tracks system. So if, you, if you're in a hotel, that makes it nice because you don't need a car. You just take tracks around downtown. If you're in an Airbnb, you might need to drive a little bit. You might need to rent a car, but there's some great locations around town in the avenues and down, like all around downtown. But I think it would be fun to stay. Park City is really fun to get an Airbnb too. I've done that. How far away are the two? So Park City is about 30 minutes away from downtown. So you've heard of the Sundance Film Festival, right? You see all the celebrities like flying to the Salt Lake Airport and literally you're at, you know, Sundance Film Festival, Park City in about 35 minutes. Um, gorgeous here at the ski slopes in, you know, 25 minutes. So it's not very far from downtown. So if you want a downtown experience, you're only 30 minutes. You can even stay downtown and then drive up to Park City, go check that out and come back to your hotel. And then I'm just basing this off of like North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia mountains. Are there little cities outside of Salt Lake City that like 
you would look for an Airbnb to go to a specific resort? That's a great question. So um, it's the way Salt Lake is set up is there's Salt Lake City and then there's something called the Wasatch Front. And it just goes like right along the mountains. So the further south from Salt Lake, you go along the Wasatch Front, you have more ski resorts on those mountains. You go up into the mountains, you're up in Park City and Deer Valley. And so there, there are mountains all along. So if you stay along something called the Wasatch Front, because that's our big mountain range right here. Um, if you stay in Sandy, you'd be, if you stayed in Airbnb there, you'd be by, which is where I live, that's where I am right now. You'd be 20 minutes from the ski resorts, which are right here. So your Snowbirds, your Altas, your like all these big ski resorts. If you go up into Park City, you're close to Deer Valley. You're close to Park City Ski Resort. If you go down to your Provos and your Orems with your Airbnbs, you're next to a place called Sundance that you can ski there. So just right along those mountains, you really can't go wrong when it comes to an Airbnb. Yeah, that's good so many, so many options. Okay. Well, now that we know where we're staying, let's move into our next segment question before we talk about restaurants though, what is up with the green jello? These are good probing questions. This is, this is great to ask a local. So I don't know why or when jello became a thing, but it is all I had growing up. It's in every dessert. Like the rumors are true that's and it doesn't have to be green. It can be like red, it can be orange. It can be, um, my mother had a jello salad that she put carrots in. Like you put carrots in the jello. It's a thing. And you just, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. And as, I don't know as a kid, if I thought it was weird, like the orange and the, like, I don't know, but growing up, I was like, why did we do that? Like what on, what on earth? But Jell-O is a Utah dessert staple. I don't know if it's because we have so many children and that's not an expensive dessert, <laughs> but I, I grew up eating that. Now, if you go to a, a restaurant here, will you be served green Jell-O? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. But feel free to make your own, bring your own. If you come to our state. Yeah. Feel free. That is so interesting. Yeah. I was doing some research and like green jello just kept coming up and I was like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> you know, the staples like in each state, like yeah. there's things that everybody like they're bizarre. So funeral potatoes are another huge Utah staple. Like it's mm-hmm. green jello, it's funeral potatoes, it's casseroles. We love our casseroles, but the food scene, like I say that and the food scene, because I get a front row view to it with the chefs that come in our kitchen and and um, it is like, don't let that fool you. There's some fine dining and some fabulous dishes in Utah. Yeah. Well, let's start talking about it. What are your top okay. three restaurants okay. to go to? Okay. I have notes because I asked around the newsroom for yes. y'all mm-hmm. today. I was like, what, what do we all love? Because we all like when we're out and about shooting and doing stories and we like to stop by the places that we love the most. And so we agreed on all, like, it was funny. Like we all said the same thing. So for brunch, there's uh, a restaurant called Eva's Bakery. It is so charming and so cute right downtown. I took my daughter there for her 17th birthday. The pastries are amazing. The brunch options, it's just quaint and and small and picture worthy. Like you can take a million pictures there and they'll Mm -hmm. all turn out incredible. Whiskey Street is right downtown. And you'd say in downtown Salt Lake City, there's somewhere called Whiskey Street. The answer is yes. And there's some history behind all that when Brigham Young came in and what they were doing on Whiskey Street. So um, it has, it's fascinating, but it has great drinks. If you like that, it has great food that is right in nestled right in downtown Sapa, a little bit out of downtown, not much, but it's, if you love sushi, 
if you love, they have this, they have what are called dragon balls. And mm -hmm. um, they're, oh my gosh, like my mouth just watered, but they're <laughs> amazing in a sauce, like a sushi, deep fried. One of my favorite places. Oh, that sounds interesting. so good. Back to the bakery. What are, what's your order? Oh, what? Like I, like a crepe probably. Oh like I would do, which by the way, I, 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 I said crepes. I love the crepes at Eva's Bakery. And there's also a brand new place called Dali's Crepes. It is just outside of downtown. He's from Serbia. And I had no idea that Serbian crepes were as popular as Parisian crepes. But he learned how to make them as a kid, moved to Utah. The savory, he makes a chicken Alfredo savory crepe that I, I don't, like, I, I, I'm speechless. It's that good. You're um, hungry. So Dolly's crepes, if you that have is. to go, and it's off the beaten path, this little tiny location and the best food you've ever had. Oh my gosh. My mouth is watering. Tell me about, okay. So also when I was doing some research, red iguana kept popping up. Is that popular? Mm -hmm. So popular. Are you a Mex Mexican food fan? I oh, can yeah. always eat. Yes. Mexican. Both of you. Yes. So it's authentic. It's more that authentic Mexican food. So we have a lot of chains, but everywhere does. I mean, we have yeah. some great chains in Utah and there are a lot of, uh, there's, have you heard of Cafe Rio? You two heard of that? No. What is it? Okay. If you're from Utah, if you're from Utah, there was this place years ago when I was in college mm -hmm. that a woman started and she thought, I want you to have fast food, Mexican food. How do I do it? She came up with these amazing recipes. You literally it's fast food, Mexican food, but it's some of the best you've ever had. It's spread. Now it's in, it's in several Western States and it's now all over the state went from one location to so many it, mm -hmm. that like I would say is a little bit Americanized Mexican food. Mm -hmm. red iguana is authentic really? like it is your chips the way they're supposed to be done the salsa the mole is the green sauce it is definitely if you like it the way the way it's supposed to be that's mm -hmm. where you go is it touristy uh no that's a local place i'd say red iguana is more local i say i'd say cafe rio's more of i mean that's not necessarily a downtown spot that'd be more like in the neighborhoods and the suburbs and it's in in those locations and red iguana is downtown okay Got it. Wait, so and back to the crepes. Do you like sweet or savory? Savory. Okay. Would you say chicken Alfredo is like your favorite? So cool. that's their number one seller, but they also have one with prosciutto that- Say no more. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, we'd be friends if you like that. We'd be best friends. Like it's- that Sounds amazing. I, it's cheese. It's prosciutto. It's fresh basil. It's like- I, I, I feel like a lot of people can make a lot of people can make a great crepe with Nutella, but not mm. anyone can make a savory <laughs> masterpiece. Yeah. Right. So true. So true. All right. Any other restaurant recommendations? Okay. Um, Takashi, if you like really upscale sushi, mm -hmm. um, if you like the best of the best, I mentioned Sapa also amazing. Mm -hmm. I love pho. Two girls like pho. I need to get into it. I feel like it's like on the up and up. Everybody's talking about it. And I just like, haven't gotten there, but I will, I need to try it. What's the I, difference between pho and ramen? That's a great question. I feel like I need to be a chef <laughs> to answer that. I, you stop me in my tracks. Um, pho, the meat cooks in it. Like, you know, like the way they cook it, the thin, thin slices of whatever you order, it cooks in the broth. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's the same with, correct me if I'm wrong with ramen. Um, there's more of like the noodles are more, it's a different noodle in pho. Um, 
I want you both to ski and have more fun. That's what needs to <laughs> okay, happen. That's on our to do our 2021 to-do list <laughs> to ski and to eat some pho. Thapa has some of the best pho. Takashi is if you just like the best grade sushi, like just, uh, that is an incredible place right downtown. Um, there's also a place, uh, with a Louisiana Cajun influence called the Bayou and it is a dive. It is not local. You'll see locals there. It's not touristy and it is fantastic. Like Southern Louisiana food outside of Louisiana. Hmm. I would like to someday go to Louisiana and eat my way through. Like mm-hmm. I, like I a food tour. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yes. I feel like we don't have a lot of that kind of food here. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Southern food, I read that the first KFC was in Salt Lake city. Like how and, random, <laughs> how funny that you brought that up, Stephanie, because it's right by where I'm talking, like location wise, okay. there's, Zappa, there's the, there's the Bayou. And then there's one of the first KFC right there. That's it's all so, like, so random. How it's in Salt Lake city. We like our, we like our chicken. Yeah. Like chicken. Like fried chicken, Southern fried chicken. I would never think about it, but I would think that it would be more of like an East coast thing. I don't know. I would too, but no, the colonel's like, it's a huge, it's a cute, <laughs> like, because it's the first one, he's like on a huge sign. Like, you know, when you see the first ever KFC, like it's, oh a, it's a landmark, it's a landmark. <laughs> most Instagrammable spot right there. <laughs> yeah. That's our most Instagrammable spot. Okay. That's not my most Instagrammable. Do you want to, <laughs> okay, <five> good. <laughs> okay. So there's a place downtown called pretty bird chicken and all they do are is chicken sandwiches and they have perfected Ooh. this seasoning on the outside of the chicken your like sandwich is this big and it's breaded to perfection fried in front of you with pickles with slaw between the two pieces of like i is it sourdough i, I don't know but you can't it is, there's nowhere to sit. Like there's just a little bit of seating. You have to grab your sandwich and go outside. It's the most worth it chicken sandwich. And it's this big. So the Instagram loves it. Yep. I just Googled it. Um, my, my mouth is watering now. Right. That thing's massive. You have to go there. If you come to Salt Lake city, for sure. You need a picture. What was that called? Pretty bird chicken. That's a goodie. Do they have sides? I think I had fries. I, they, they have like, it's one of those places with four things on the menu, five things on the menu, and they oh, do them that. well, yeah, right? That's that. it. It's, already it's made- not Cheesecake Factory where you're like, is this a novel? Just scrolling. Novel? Oh my God. Too much. What do I do? Yeah. Too many yeah. options. Mm-hmm. Gotta have bookmarks to like, when you- <laughs> I know. well, I was thinking about this on page five, but then I also saw page 35, <laughs> you know, drinks are on one. I don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of drinks. Should I tell you where to go if you need a drink in Salt Lake? Yes. If you're um, and you can, you can drink in Salt Lake City. <laughs> you can. So I have a question. So I was watching Salt Lake City Housewives and one was one of the women was a Mormon and the other one was excommunicated from the church. And they were saying like, they water your drinks down. They do a minimum, like they watch your drink count. Is that true? So the liquor laws are different in Utah, for sure. Like yeah. if you are planning on vacationing, traveling, if you've been here before, you know this, the liquor laws are definitely probably more unique than you would see in a lot of states and stricter than in a lot of states. I don't know about the watering your drink down. I just know they're strictly measured. They're very strictly measured. You can't, I mean, there are rules about having two on the table at the same time. There are rules about um, what's considered, right? The, where the alcohol is and where you can sit. Mm-hmm. And if it's... Sh- it, they're, they're logistic rules with drinking in Utah, but mm-hmm. you can still enjoy yourself. And I mentioned Whiskey Street. 
as one of my favorite places to eat. Also a great cocktail at Whiskey Street. Um, that's a place you go with the girls. That's, um, and another, speaking of which downtown, Lake Effect is also another really fun place. Um, the decor is really cool. Um, you feel like you're very big city at Lake Effect mm -hmm. uh, to get a fun cocktail there. And there's also in that neighborhood, a place called Current too, that has incredible cocktails. So those three spots, I think everybody would love to just go in. And when you come, like people come in to see the jazz play and people come in to see Rouse Salt Lake. And those are three of the, the hot spots. What is your cocktail of choice? What do I love? Like I am kind of a white wine girl. I mean, if I lately with cocktails, I, I like tequila with just a little bit of lime and soda. Mm -hmm. Um, cause the sugar gives me a headache, <laughs> but, um, and then I, then I said, I like wine. I go, Oh, the sugar. Rumor has it that Phil Dunphy from Modern Family has two bars in Salt Lake City. Have you been he to does. them? And people love those. Yes. Is it Bar X, I believe? Bar, bar X, X and then Bar, let's see, Beer Bar, Deer Bar. Okay. So I haven't been to that one, but Bar X is super popular. A lot so, of people really like going there. Yeah. So Phil is from Salt Lake. Um, so Phil has a place here, has a house here. We Do have you tried see to get him. him. Phil, if you're listening, we've tried to get you to come on our show. Phil, come on. What are you doing? Modern Family's done now. You see, you should have time to stop by and tell us all about. He's, he's, I don't know, elusive. Like, I, hmm. I haven't heard of a lot of people that have seen him at the bar. But I know he's been there. But um, you know that Post Malone also has a place here. You know that, really? right? Really? Mm -hmm. Now, did we get him on Good Things Utah? So not yet. We're working on it, but sightings of him are frequent. Sightings of really? him up and down the valley and at different places. Like, like you know, someone that's seen Post Malone, um, but Phil from Modern Family, not as much. Not out. Interesting. We're gonna start a movement. Get Phil and get <laughs> Post Malone on Good Things Utah. Come on. Yes. Good Things Utah. It's like well, Good Morning America, but in Utah, it's the same. His reputation is he's super nice. Oh. And I mean, you know, his song that says the Utah snow in it. I mean, we all are like, woo, woo. Yeah. like that's us. I go, that's our place. That's us. Yeah. But yeah, he's every, everyone that I talked to that's seen him. He's super approachable and nice. Mm -hmm. I think that's why he lives in Utah, right? Because yeah. he's okay being approached. Okay. I mean, and people don't notice him probably as much as they would in like an LA. Another, yeah, that's true. It's a good point. All right. Well, now that we're full, we're a little tipsy. What are some activities you would recommend somebody coming in from out of town to do? Okay. So there is a shopping center right in downtown called City Creek. The way Utah is set up and the way the streets are set up in Salt Lake City is like a grid. It makes it so easy. Everything is a grid. It's not windy. So you find your way around really easily. There is a great public transportation system called tracks. So you can hop on that and go from maybe your hotel at Grand America um, up to up to Temple Square and across from Temple Square is the shopping center called City Creek. Beautiful outdoor indoor shopping center. Um, it's warm in the winter, but you still get that outdoor feel. Um, I love all the shops there. I do way too much shopping. They probably know me by name. Um, well, wait, yeah. do you feel a lot of pressure getting dressed every morning, like being on TV you have to, like, you don't want an outfit rewear, right? Yeah, I, so it's funny. Like when I'm on TV, yes, 
I feel, I, I definitely feel like I need to wear something that, that is, I don't know, like I, that, I mean, I don't wear the same thing all the time, yeah. but um, it's fun to have a new, we call them TV tops or things that don't, that work for podcasts that don't work for TV and vice versa. Yeah. Right. Um, so we're always on the hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to be a little bit trendy, but you can't be too trendy because it doesn't translate on a TV <laughs> camera. <I bet. laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm not a Kardashian. I'm not a- I'm not a Kardashian. <laughs> I can't totally trend out, but, mm-hmm. but it's fun to like dabble in it. And, um, Salt Lake city has great shopping. I mean, if you love anthropology, if you love free people, if you love, um, restoration hardware, if you look like Nordstrom's, like all that stuff at city Creek and then across is temple square. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most visited places in Utah. Now temple square right now is going undergoing a huge renovation. So if you visit before 2023, you will not be able to get as close as you would. That's when it's supposed to be finished. Like it's completely torn up right now. So, um, so that if that's on your, on your list, you'll see it, but not as close as you usually would get to it right now. The state capital, our state capital is beautiful. And in the spring. Okay. So I'm, I'm talking March and the beginning of April, it is lined with trees that all are in bloom And if you check out my Instagram, I go with my daughters every year because there's Mm -hmm. a sweet spot of two to three weeks that Instagrammers from everywhere are right there with those trees in bloom in white all around the Capitol, which is up on a hill overlooking Salt Lake City. Wow. So that's beautiful. Um, There's a hike behind it called Enzyme Peak that you have to see. You can look over the entire valley. It's not where Brigham Young said this is the place, but it might as well be because... (laughs) You will look around and go, this is a pretty freaking cool place. Cause you're above the Capitol. You're above downtown. He came in, he came in. It's called, it's another Canyon uh, that goes into Salt Lake. That's where, that's where there's a big monument of Brigham Young that says, this is the place. Mm-hmm. So he came in another Canyon, but anyway, gorgeous spot. Enzyme peak. If you like to hike. And then there's another place um, up by the university of Utah, which also on a hill overlooking the Valley, their gardens. Uh, called Red Butte Gardens that have a beautiful view and they're gorgeous up there too. Back to, is it Temple Square? Yes. I imagine, is that where the huge, is it the Mormon temple? Is that what? Yes. So the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that is their temple and their temple office. I mean, their church office building is right next to it. And it is a gorgeous spot to walk around and see. And you, there's a visitor center there that you can go um, in and learn more. And at Christmas time, the lights are beautiful and they didn't happen this year, um, not because of the pandemic, but this planned renovation. But it is one of the most visited spots in Utah and um, just the historic nature of it. I mean, all of that. And then you cross the street and you have City Creek and then all these restaurants that I just mentioned. So all walkable or all, I mean, the Utah Jazz play a block away from Temple oh, yeah. Square. Um, so it's all right there together. Mm-hmm. All centrally located. I like that. I did have a question. If you're in downtown Salt Lake, is it pretty much like 20, 30 minutes to get to a, a mountain? Because I know that you mentioned that earlier, but like if you're going to go to a, some ski resort, you're basically yes. like a 30 minute drive. 30 minutes. That's not bad. That is awesome. No, 30 minutes. Um, It is, everything's everything's really nice and close together. And even though we'd like you to visit, I mean, you don't have to stay because we like our traffic the way it is. So (laughs) there's not a lot of traffic, right? We're not crazy traffic. And it's why people love Utah too, is when I say 30 minutes, for the most part, unless there's a traffic jam, that's what it is. It's just 30 minutes. That is so nice. 
So nice. Oh my but gosh. okay, let's, are we, I think we're ready to move into our rapid fire round. Rapid fire me. It's rapid fire round. Number one, most Instagrammable spot. It have to be pretty bird chicken because the, the size of the sandwich bigger than your face is just fun to post. <laughs> oh my God. We're adding that to our list. Uh, favorite pizza spot. Uh, pizza spot. I absolutely love, where did I, oh, oh, uh, Maxwell's, Maxwell's downtown is so good. And Maxwell's also has a location in Park City. So you can get it after you ski. Yum. What's your pizza order? Uh, so if I'm being fancy, then I'm going to do like, like I'm going to do like a white sauce with spinach and I'm going to do chicken and maybe barbecue chicken. If I feel, Ooh, if I feel an itch, nice. if I'm, <laughs> if I'm with the kids, pepperoni. Mm love pizza. What's your favorite Salt Lake city event? Um, the farmer's market downtown. Mm-hmm. Like I, I sound wistful talking about all of these things because they didn't really happen last year. Mm-hmm. There's an incredible one in park city too, called park silly market that goes <laughs> up and down main street and all these things, not the same in the last year. So I'm looking forward to hopefully when they come back, but the, the farmer's market and all the people with incredible artisan items and fresh food. It's just fun to walk around in the summer and in the fall and see that. Is it weekly? Yep. Every weekend. Hello. Good farmer's market. Favorite coffee shop. Gourmandise. Uh, there are two locations. One's in Draper, which is suburbia. And one is downtown. They have insane French pastries and desserts, but their coffee and the design they make on my latte just makes me happy. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) favorite wine and cheese spot okay so um there's a place called caputo's that is known all over utah for having the best cheeses now he doesn't sell wine but you can buy wine at a liquor store down the road caputo's knows their cheese chocolates and everything gourmet that you need to have with your wine so you hit caputo's downtown and you are set i'm only i'm picturing myself just staying there for the weekend Um, just right there have cheese just cheese and wine. Um, and then we already talked about the best season, which is fall. Yes. What do you, um, do you guys have rooftop bars? Um, so yes, but not like I asked around the newsroom because I was like, do we have those? Yeah. I don't know. And a couple people said the green pig. I don't often, like I haven't been there before, but let me throw that out there. Cause it was recommended. Um, but not as many that are familiar to me. No. We'll trust their word. Yes. Okay. Favorite local business. All right. There is a florist called Every Blooming Thing and it's located. So there's Salt Lake City. And then in kind of a little Southeast of Salt Lake City is a suburb called Sugar House. Um, East of Salt Lake City is the University of Utah and that campus. And then just South of it is Sugar House. It is quaint. The homes have been there um, like from the very beginning of our statehood, these older homes that people are renovating now. It's quaint. It's it has a personality, right? Um, and there's a florist that is located right there called Every Blooming Thing. The most beautiful flowers. I love to wander around their place to see what other little items to get along with the flowers. Um, King's English, also located there. It's a bookstore. And it's like, was it You've Got Mail? That was all about Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in the bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that. 
one of the last little bookstores that you go in and find a corner and just read. And I don't, it just feels like you've been transported. You're not a big box store grabbing a book off somewhere. You are actually like part of, I don't know, like the history of Salt Lake because it's been there so long. So those two are my favorites. Okay. Is it kind of like New York-y, the bookstore? Yes. Yes, exactly. And then I'm going to do two surprises. Um, what's your favorite dessert spot? Oh, dessert spot. So I have an ice cream problem. Do you guys have Handel's ice cream where you are? No. no. I'm going to go Because I think, I think it started in Ohio. Handel's ice cream. It's H-A-N-D-E-L. Homemade ice cream. I thought they started in Ohio, went to like California. They were in Laguna beach. I saw them there. Then they just landed here. Homemade every day, different flavors. The flavors rotate. I have an addiction. So good. I know I'm Googling it right now. It looks so good. And yes, you're right. It was originated in Ohio. I need an intervention. (laughs) I could eat like a pint every night. Do you have bluebell? So no. And I, but I've heard of it because everyone from Texas, right. And you, and North, North Carolina, is that yours too? Is, do you love that? I don't think I've heard of it since before my husband moved here. He moved here like seven years ago. Um, and now it's all we get. Well, I do still get Ben and Jerry's, but Bluebell is just, it's so good. It's so amazing. I've heard people rave about it. No, Utah, you don't, you don't see that as much. Definitely a, a regional thing maybe. Um, and then do you have a favorite ski resort? I, it's like picking a child because they all are wonderful for different reasons. Cause they really are like snowbird. If you've skied that's steep and deep Alta, um, also like quaint, but has a little bit of a steeper run. My kids grew up skiing. Um, I grew up skiing at Sundance in Utah County. Um, if you live up North powder mountain, people love that one. The most like, look at me. I'm at a beautiful place that a lot of celebrities ski is Deer Valley. And I like groomers, nice little runs. Then Deer Valley has a lot of them and also incredible food for lunch at places like Montage. And you may run into a Kardashian like here and there. It just is super bougie. Fantastic. So love that. That That would be my pick if you love that. Okay. Deer Valley. And then last but not least, is there a tourist trap? Is there a huge tourist trap that we just want to stay away from? You want to avoid? Not really. I mean, um, I thought about that and I, I wanted to give you a definitive answer and not really. I mean, one of the most popular spots to see is, is Temple Square and that can get busy, but I've never seen it too busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you hike in Utah then and you head to Southern Utah, places like Arches, and places like Zion, those will get crowded. Those will get touristy. Um, but I don't know, like we're, Utah's, like we're spread out here. We have three something million people that live here in a pretty good sized state. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't hear the word tourist trap here. That's, That's a not a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a safe place <laughs> yeah, it's safe for place. visitors. Um, back to Sugar House. I saw that High School Musical was filmed there. Were you around? Yes, yes, Zach Efron, and I. I was. I was a reporter when that happened, and I interviewed him. <gasps> Stop. I know, and he. So there's a high school called East High School that's mm-hmm. right there in Salt Lake City, Sugar House, 
and uh, Sugar House area. And that's where, that's where they shot it. And it's still, you drive by, my, I drive my kids by and they go, high school musical. We're yeah, all right in this together. You start saying. And then, okay, remember number, <laughs> was it number two that was in at the golf course? Yep. So that was in Utah as well, but it was in St. Oh. George, which is four hours, three and a half hours from Salt Lake City. So that's where my daughter goes to college at Dixie. Oh, that's okay. That's where that was shot. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool that you interviewed Zach Efron, who <gasps> has been your like, what's your interview that you've been most like proud of? Oh gosh. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. <laughs> Garth Brooks. Yeah. He took me on stage with him <gasps> 20 years ago. Yeah. When I was a baby reporter and, um, I, I fell in love I, with country music, with Garth Brooks. <laughs> like I, I won't ever be the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Trisha, if she found out. Right, don't tell her. He came back, he came back to Salt Lake, sold out. I mean, he sells out here. People love Garth Brooks, but he came back three years ago, I believe it was, and I did an interview with him again, and I reminded him that we have a thing, he and I. <laughs> yeah. In case he forgot, because mm-hmm. it's been two decades. I saw I saw you on stage, and I was like, oh my gosh. I just there she, saw there she it on YouTube, and I said- so, Right. I don't know if YouTube existed back when I was on stage with him, but, um, yeah, he, he was like, you still have a job. I go, so do you <laughs> Here we are, all these years later, but I, he's just a class act. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite. That's so awesome. I've seen him a couple of times in concert and it's amazing. He puts on like a two and a half, three hour show and he's just always on. He's performing the entire time loves his people his fans don't yeah. you love it when he's like this like he just leans yeah. back and puts his arms back he's and he's like, like give it to me give it to me <laughs> yeah yeah I love it. he so he loves utah he comes to you i mean not all the time but he definitely is a big hit when he stops in utah awesome that's a, that's a fun full circle moment right there that is all right before we wrap what is your number one travel tip to share with our listeners i thought this through very, very seriously. And, um, number one, wear a coat. I don't even care if it's in the summer. It gets cool. (laughs) If you're in the mountains, bring a jacket. If you're in like, bring a coat, whatever it is, just know Utah can get, can get, it can cool off, right? We're right in the mountains at night. Um, number two, bring your mask right now. Don't forget it. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're traveling to Utah right now, definitely you will need that mask. Mm -hmm. Um, and number three, don't drive slow in the fast lane. That bugs us. <laughs> yeah. Get out of our state if you do that. Get out. Yes. Get sure. out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. And where can our listeners find you on social media? Okay. Well, if you're ever in Salt Lake, please watch Good Things Utah. Uh, because we have the best time. The show is 18 years old. Uh, it's one of my babies. I feel like I have two children. It's my third. Um, I love that show. It's not about what happened. It's about what's going to happen in our state. So if you're ever, um, want to know more, that is Monday through Friday from nine to 11. My name is Nisha DeGaring. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn and all those fun places. And, um, I, I'm like, thank you. I'm so flattered that you let me be a local and tell everyone about my favorite place. No, thank you. We had so much fun. I know Katie and I can't wait to come visit. We'll ski. We will try to find Post Malone. We'll try to find Phil. We'll do all the things. You have things to do. You have things to do here <laughs> yeah. now, ladies. Yeah. I have a list. A list for you. 
That's amazing. And that is a wrap on Salt Lake City. If you enjoyed Salt Lake City and want more of Salt Lake City or Utah, let us know. Let us know who we should interview next. We'll let you know. I'll let you know. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Next week, we're going to the Upper East Side. We're going back to New York, our favorite place. We are interviewing Claire Bridges. She's the cutest. She's been there several years. She is going to be my future stylist. If you're listening to this, Claire, I'm looking forward to working with you. (laughs) And we're moving. We're moving up there, so you have to come dress us every day. But until then, have a great week, and we'll see you next Travel Tuesday. And don't forget to tell your friends if you liked this episode. Share it. Text it over to your friends. Say, I really liked this episode. Email it to them. Email it to them. I'm trying to think of another form of communication that I can't can't think. I'm going to say Slack them. Slack them. Gchat. Google Hangouts. Google Hangouts. All right. right. But until then, sayonara. Bye.